Hi, I'm David. And I'm Erin. And this is The Travel Book. So today is our third episode that we have a very special guest. Uh, We have Brad Lennox on our podcast today. He runs a travel uh, tourism group, right? How would you say? That's correct. Hi, everybody. And thanks for having me. No problem. It's called Decal Tours in Israel. So um, what, what is Decal Tours and what do y'all do? So Decal Tours is a private or custom designed tailor-made tour company um, that puts together travel packages to Israel um, for anybody who wants to come. And basically what we, what, what we like to call ourselves are personal concierge. Um, or to give concierge services to um, to anybody looking to come to Israel um, in the travel industry, particularly. Wow, wow. Um, what are the most popular parts of the country that you do tours to, um, and what are the different types of things that they can do there? That's an awesome question. Um, so, Israel is a very small country. Um, and in fact, you don't need a lot of time to see the entire country, though the more time you have, obviously the more you can see. Um, so with that being said, uh, we specialize in tours all over the country, from the very top um, up to Matula on the Lebanese border, all the way down to Eilat on the very southern border, um, which borders with both Egypt, Jordan, and from that border, you can also see Saudi Arabia. Um, so wow. it's quite neat to see all, that's right, um, to see all three countries, um, and Israel is the fourth country from one, one point in, our, in, in Israel. So, um, so, so what's, your, what's your favorite place, like, in Israel, like, to visit, just to see? That's not, that, so my favorite place um, in the country is the north of Israel, so the Galilee and the Golan. Um, it's a mountainous region um, with a valley that runs down the middle. Um, called the Hula Valley. There's a lot of outdoor activities, Jeep tours, um, wine tasting for those who really like to do that, wow. um, chocolate factories, trees, plants, a lot of nature hikes, waterfalls. Um, and of course, you have the Sea of Galilee, which is, um, or the Kinneret in Hebrew, which is uh, a fantastic place for water sports. That sounds really fun. So how has Deco Tours and the tourism, tourism industry in general in Israel been affected by COVID? For example, are y'all still open or do you have to be closed right now? Um, so it's been a really tough time. Um, the tourism industry in Israel was the first industry to be affected. Um, so essentially the, the Israeli government has closed down the, uh, the airport and they closed all the skies. Um, so there was no entering or leaving Israel for that matter. Um, so tourism stopped almost abruptly. Um, and we're probably going to be the last ones to uh, regenerate. Because um, again, at the, as the first ones to stop, the, the Israeli government is probably not going to let tourists into Israel for quite some time um, as a precaution. Yeah. Hmm. So when Israel does reopen, how long do you think it will be before you get all your clients back? Um, that, it's a really hard question to answer. Um, I can tell you that we, have a, we as a company have been really lucky because most of the people that were planning on traveling with us during these hard times or that had to cancel their trips um, have mm-hmm. rebooked, but they've rebooked for a year from now. Got um, it. So okay. we're talking about summer 
of 2021. Wow. So wow. Are, the, are the hotels in Israel right now, are they open or closed? Um, all of the hotels in Israel are officially closed. Um, wow. However, the Israeli government has contracted out a few hotels to stay open um, for corona patients. Um, so people wow. that were affected by the coronavirus um, were able, were, had to check into these hotels and that was a way to isolate them. So, so there are actual, actual coronavirus patients staying in some of these hotels. So they're the ones that don't have any symptoms or very light symptoms, okay. uh, not the ones that um, need to be hospitalized. But yes, some of the wow. hotels have stayed open. That's really nice. Um, yep. Besides COVID-19, has there been any other major event that has caused the same type of magnitude impact on your business? Um, me in particular, no. Um, our business is about six years old at this point. Um, and mm -hmm. the last major confrontation that happened in Israel was in 2014, uh, which was right before we opened our company. Um, and so that was a security confrontation. So it didn't really affect us personally, but it was something that affected the tourism industry majorly. Mm -hmm. So it, so Texas, we live in Texas, is doing something pretty interesting. It's doing a slow reopen. So they're not reopening everything. They're gradually reopening. For example, yesterday, restaurants were allowed to reopen with only 25% capacity. Um, so is Israel doing anything like that uh, or is it just staying closed? Um, so we were closed for about a month and a half. Um, last week, sorry, not last week, two weeks ago, um, they announced the official start of the reopening. Um, and what they said for that first week were families of, uh, three families were allowed to gather together for daycares for kids to allow some people to go back to work. And they opened up our economy, uh, what they called up to 30%. So anybody, uh, that has a business could bring back 30% of their employees and people were allowed to start leaving. Um, starting this Sunday, and they did that for two weeks. So the previous two weeks was that and that was their test and it was pretty successful. Um, so this coming Sunday, um, they're starting to open schools and they've announced that restaurants can open, but not for guests sitting in the restaurant, only for takeaway and delivery. So that's pretty interesting because for us, restaurants were doing takeout like even when the state was like closed so pretty much texas was totally closed except only essential businesses the only type of business that i wouldn't really call essential that was open are restaurants so they were always so, doing that so in israel they weren't so israel restaurants um most of them closed down because it wasn't um economical for them to stay open to do delivery only and the rules for restaurants were they could only do deliveries they weren't allowed to do takeouts and they weren't allowed to do takeouts because people were on lockdown so they weren't allowed to leave their house so, um, so oh i'm sorry continue yes. that's okay um so they they there was no reason for them to stay open to do takeaway so it was only delivery so the fact that they were open up for for delivery and takeaway was their their first phase of reopen opening. Mm. So I don't know if Israel ha has a lot of or doesn't have a lot of like homeless people, but in, in like terms of that, how would the homeless people, since it would only be for delivery, not even takeout, how would they be able to get food or were convenience stores open for them? Um, what would happen with them? Would they, would the government provide them with some type, with some resources? Um, how would they manage through this situation? 
Great question. So the only things that were open during the full lockdown in Israel were um, essential businesses. And in Israel's eyes, essential businesses were anything that had to do with food, uh, aside from restaurants, which is a social gathering point. So grocery stores were open, mini markets were open, and gas stations were open. Okay. Gas stations stayed open because they were essentially um, providing a service to those who were still allowed to go to work. Um, wow. So the building industry um, and that kind of stuff. Got it. And when you do, um, this is heading towards the direction that we were in earlier, but uh, where do the majority of your clients come from? Like, what is their country of origin? So our, our company in particular focuses on all um, English speaking countries. So our main clientele comes from the US and from Canada, though we do service England, South Africa, Australia, New Zealand. Mm -hmm. um, wow. And we do also service many European countries. Um, as long as long as the client is able to um, correspond in English. So so the tour your tour guides speak, I'm assuming both Hebrew and English. That's correct. I'm most assuming they have to are, Right. Most of our tour guides are actually Native Americans wow. um, and they've moved to Israel. That's really interesting. Um, wow. So it, is there a mandatory quarantine when entering Israel? I know Israel was doing a two week quarantine earlier, but are they still doing something like that or not? So as of now, I, the original requirement, which was about a month and a half ago, almost two months ago, that anybody coming in had to go into 14-day quarantine. Wow. Um, as of now, um, that rule is not really relevant because there are no flights in and out of Israel. Um, so there's, there's no really way to enforce that right now. Wow. Wow. So... Israeli citizens are not allowed to do non-essential travel? So Israeli citizens right now, there is no non-essential travel. Um, again, this week they're opening up the economy a little bit, which will give a little bit more leeway for uh, Israelis to travel within the country. Um, hmm. But non-essential travel as far as flights go, vacations, um, cruises, that kind of stuff, nothing at this point. So so this is kind of, it caught my attention when you said that most of your tour guides were uh, like American. They, I'm assuming now they speak like fluent Hebrew from being in Israel for a couple of years, right? So a lot of them do, yeah. Most of them have been here for quite a long time or they were even born here, but were born to American parents. Um, so, so their English is like yours and mine. Wow. And you were born in the US, right? Correct? That's correct. Wow. Um, well, thank you so much um, for coming on today. This was Brad Lennox from Decal Tours. Thank you so much, Aaron. Thank you, you so I mean, I'd like to say thank you as well for being on. Uh, I think it's great how we're letting our podcast listeners, um, we're, we're letting our podcast listeners have different perspectives and views from literally all around the world at this point. Um, and hopefully we'll keep, we're going to be able to keep having special guests on, uh, to teach our listeners about different places and laws and rules and all that kind of stuff. But David, do you have any la final, um, words or anything like that before we finish? Yeah, I just want to say one more thing as Aaron just said, we are, Aaron and I are going to try to have a special guest such as Brad and like professionals on different kind of topics as much as possible. But thank you so much for coming on. 
Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having me again. And um, I look forward to listening. Thank you. See okay, you thank soon. you so much. Bye.